Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Jamie D and Big Newt. I'm Jamie D'Amico, he is Big Chris Newton, and we come at you every week to talk all things Buffalo Bills. But you know what? This was a bye week, so we will not be talking about the week that was quite as much as we'll be talking about the upcoming week. But also, we have a lot to talk about regarding the NFL in general and how that relates to the Buffalo Bills, including questions like, is Aaron Rodgers quitting on his team? Is Bill Belichick blowing things up with the controversy in New England? Are the Jets better than we thought? And what'd you do over the bye week, Big Newt? Man, it was it was it was anticlimactic. I mean, it sucked not having Bills football this weekend, but then you get other things done. Um yeah. it just felt good, uh just relaxing. I napped. I'm not a big napper. Oh really? You know, I'm a big guy, yeah. I nap. Like Saturday. Well, it was started off with Saturday. You know, uh, Jalen had his homecoming game. We beat Louisa through the we beat the brakes off them forty two to nothing. Coach got mad, big hoo rah rah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute, but that's not the highlight. No, no, that Jaylen, was homecoming. Yes, it was homecoming, and Jalen got crowned homecoming king. So that was fun. And, so. and anybody out there who's listening, please go to uh, be, please go to Big Newt's Twitter page. It's at Big underscore Newt, and see the pictures of Big Jalen surrounded by all the ladies, all the pretty cheerleaders. So they they name one football player and one cheerleader homecoming king and queen. And it was cute, you know. And the girl was like, because you know the mom was crying. He's like, oh yeah, you know, put your arm around it. Jalen, like, I ain't having no parts of that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, so it was that little weird thing, but she grabbed his arm. It was one picture where she grabbed his arm. It was cute, you know what I'm saying? So he was kind of weirded out by all the girls. You know, he he's he Jalen's I mean, you've been around him. Jalen ain't about those girls yet. You know what I'm he, saying? He's a man of few words. Yeah, he 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 ain't about that like and that's how I was. I was a late bloomer myself. You know, I didn't start getting the girls until like sophomore junior year. So he's kind of into that. He's all about ball. So ball and mad, and that's it. So <laughs> <laughs> And and what is it about him that got him elected homecoming king by his teammates? Well, he's a he's a leader on our team. Yeah. He's a leader. And, and 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 once again, I always advocate for the big guys. I mean, my thing was if he didn't get it, give it to another lineman because the quarterback, receivers, running backs, they always get everything. Of give it to do. one of the big guys. So it felt good. It's a cute story. You know what I'm saying? So, And uh, the big guys always get overlooked. So I'm always a big advocate of the, uh, the big man getting some recognition. Well, he got it. And I'm proud of the boy. And so we had to wait around all day for that because we didn't play until uh, Saturday night. So caught up on some uh, football, uh, college football during the day. I was in, like I said, I was napping. Um, I don't like waiting around. Usually we play in the mornings at 10 a.m. But because mm-hmm. of homecoming, we played under the lights at 7. So we had to kind of sit around, you know. So I caught some college football. Um Woke up earlier today, uh, went to another 12U game at 9 a.m. to see some of his other friends play. So, napped a little bit. And then Sunday, it was just – I watched the uh, Commanders against Green Bay trying to do some scouting, but it was much not much to scout. So, I no. was in and out of that game. That was pretty um, ugly. Yeah. And, and and like you said in the beginning, Aaron Rodgers, man, I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to murder this guy this week. So, um, but, yeah, I was in and out of that game. Watched the Sunday night game. Uh, uh Chiefs and um, 
the 49ers because I was mm-hmm. definitely rooting for the 49ers, but Mahomes did what Mahomes does, so uh, they pulled he's it out. So good, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, come on, 49ers. And they had just picked up McCaffrey, so we got to revisit that trade to be also. Right. And we talked last week about whether or not we wanted uh, Christian McCaffrey, and they gave up a boatload for him, a second, oh. third, fourth, fourth and fifth rounder, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like the majority of their draft. Right. But I did some research into it. They got compensatory picks, so they got like four or five third-round picks, so – they have picks because oh. they gave away other guys, so then I understood. But if that was just a straight-up regular draft, no way I would have gave up all that for a luxury pick in Christian McCaffrey, especially for them who already got decent running backs. Right, right. And when you look at the James Robinson trade to the New York Jets, which was a conditional sixth-round pick, I know McCaffrey is great, but is he that many picks better than James Robinson? I don't think so. And even if you think he is, oh, he former all pro. But I'm like, dude, this dude, can he stay healthy? I mean, like I said, we talked about it last week. So do I want to mortgage that many picks for somebody who I don't know can stay healthy? I don't know. And like you said, that just seemed like a whole lot. So kudos to Carolina Panthers. I mean, they, they, uh, they got a, a boatload of picks, and they came up with a win. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that got to feel good. Is there ever anything more entertaining than watching Tom Brady not only lose, but the dude seems like he's imploding? And we've never seen that from him before, man. And and, and I don't know, man. The thing, the parallel between him and Aaron Rodgers is, I mean, both of them, you you don't know if their heart was in it to begin with. Football is definitely not a sport that you can have one leg in, one leg out. You know what I'm saying? You you can't just go through the motion. Even as great as Aaron Rodgers is and Tom Brady is, as great as they are, you can't have one foot in and one foot out. Right. All right? And we knew. I mean, he, he, he retired, and then he was gone for a couple of weeks and then, or a month or two, and then he decided to come back. And then he went through training camp, and then something with his, you know, we talked about uh, him and his wife. They supposed to be rumors that they're getting divorced, but he's obviously going through something at home. Um, and, and what we got to speculate is the fact that we talked about it this summer that Giselle's a woman probably like, I dealt with this long enough. We have money. It's time for you to spend time with your kids. And once again, we, (laughs) everybody ain't built to be, you know, at home with kids and a wife, man. That's why a lot of people had a hard time going through through the pandemic, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what? I I feel like Tom has probably been a drain on the people around him for a little while because you saw after he decided he was coming back, their head coach, Bruce Arians, decided to retire. Yeah. Like within a week, he's like, forget it. I'm out of here, man. I don't want to deal with this. And they were winning. So imagine how bad that has to be. You're winning. He won't help you win a Super Bowl. You was like, nah, I'd rather walk away. But as as <laughs> Tom Brady earned the right to be the primadonna, he seems like he is. Well, that's the thing. What? Because, I mean, like what you hear about Kobe, like people who are driven like that, they're probably not easy to be around. No. I'm sure. I don't know. I mean, I, like I said, I don't want to speak because I've never met the guy. But uh, watching the uh, video, I don't know if you saw it on Netflix a couple weeks ago. Um, 
it was a doc uh, that LeBron came out with called the uh, Redeem Team, and they talked about uh, their Olympics uh, with him, Melo, Kobe, and all them when they went for gold. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about like Kobe and how Kobe wasn't easy to deal with, and we all know how uh, with the Lakers what he went through. That's well documented with Shaquille O'Neal. So. I, I just take from it that people who are driven, people who want to win, they, they're probably not easy to be around. To play on that level, especially when you didn't come into the league with the level of talent of some of the other players, you have to be single-mindedly driven, I right. think, to, to be the best of the best. Right. And right. Tom Brady had overcome a lack of talent, lack of physique, size, he had to do it with his brain and with dedication, and he got there. Cheers to him. I could never do that with anything except for podcasting. <laughs> Clearly, I'm the greatest podcaster to ever exist. You no, are, man. I'm number two behind you, buddy. No, I mean, you got a couple podcasts, bro. You're getting a couple different checks. So, I mean, hey. Yeah. You know, you know we were talking about this to the listeners. <laughs> we were talking about this before we even got on the air here. We'll call it our production meeting. We were talking about the... Lack of barriers to entry when it comes to podcasting. (laughs) It don't take a whole lot, trust me. No, it takes a microphone and the ability to upload a file. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so, uh, but yeah, man, it it, got to be hard. And and for him, and I don't know if everyone saw it last week, he was hollering at the office line and cursing them out and all this stuff and I don't know. It's just not a good look down there. And to lose to the Carolina Panthers this week, week after that, it's not a good look in a division that's not good at all. Saints are bad. Uh Tampa Bay's bad now. Well and right now, once again, we got plenty of season to go. Um Carolina, they're they're a fire sale. They're just trying to get a high draft pick. Um and in Atlanta. So I don't know. It's going to be a bad. They they are what we thought the NFC East was going to be. And NFC East looked like the best division of football, huh? Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> it sure does. Got- and the AFC East is right on its tail, go figure. I know, right? I mean, NFC East, man, Brian Dable turned the Giants around. I mean, they look very formidable, and then you got the Eagles having a season. We questioned Jalen Hurts and what they were going to do, and Dallas is looking good. Um, Dak Prescott rushed his way back because <laughs> he knew. It's it's funny how these quarterbacks, man, I mean, their backup start with it a little bit, you know what I'm saying, just like with New England. You know, Zeppi started winning, and Mac Jones like, hey, man, I got to get back in here. And he went out there, stuck it up, and got pulled last night, and they wind up taking a bad <laughs> loss on Monday Night Football. So I say all that to say, the pressure of a quarterback, man, because you once again, we talk about this all the time, man. And having playing sport, I'm going to just tell you all the way it is, bro. The backup quarterback, I mean, the starting quarterback never wants to see you win when he's not playing. I'm sorry. You, uh, no. they, they put on a face. They try to cheer, put on that when the TV's on and try to cheer. But you, Mac Jones sitting over there like, I hope we lose. And he was happy. So now, because if Zeppi would have came and pulled it out, then that would have been the end of him. Yeah, it probably would have. Um, it, you know what? I was going to say let's talk about the Packers. But no, let's talk about the Patriots at this point. <laughs> because the, the stage was set. For Mac Jones to come into the season and improve upon what was generally a good rookie season. 
wouldn't you say he was he was a solid rookie last yeah, he year? Was solid. Yeah, he was yeah. solid. Okay. And then what did the Patriots organization do? They lost their offensive coordinator and quarterback coach. Okay, fine. Every team goes through upheaval. But how did Belichick choose to address that? By not hiring a quarterback coach and not hiring an offensive coordinator. Like what the world, he has a defensive guy calling plays for the offense. What the hell are they doing? Like, <laughs> That's the Patriot, was, is that the Patriot way? Remember we always used to hear I about know, the Patriot right? way, huh? Yeah. I know. He did everything in his power to make Mac Jones fail and to sit there on the bench pretending to cheer for Zappy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and by I'm, the way, have you seen their pictures side by side? I have not. Mac Jones and Zappy are identical in the face. Really? They look exactly alike. No, I haven't seen I'm going to have to look that up. Oh, yeah. Look, look it up. It, it's insane how similar <laughs> they look. They are the ultimate average-looking white guys. Like, I had a friend, a white woman, as a matter of fact, who said all white men look alike except for the ones who don't. <laughs> what? I know. I don't understand it. <laughs> Except for the ones that don't. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So anyway, um, the Patriots. They they're so bad right now. Yes. Yes. Okay. For the record. Bailey, Z- Bailey Zappi is 0.06 EPA, which is earned points per average per drop back. And Jones is negative 0.11 and was 0.04 in his rookie season. So, th- you know, these aren't world beaters by any stretch, but Mac Jones has truly been terrible when he's been on the field this year. He has, and they their record isn't too horrible, but it, I feel like it's a lot of average to below average records in the NFL right now. But just looking at who they played, I mean, they they squeaked by the Steelers, they beat the Lions, and they beat the Browns, right? Mm-hmm. They lost to the Packers, who weren't that good. <laughs> they lost to the Bears last night, and then they, you know, lost to the Ravens. So... And they lost to the Dolphins. Right. So, so, I mean, the next couple of weeks, they play the Jets twice. They play the Colts, and then they play the Vikings, and then they play us. So they have, they've had a favorable schedule, you know. So far, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So they're not that good. Um, I would much rather see Mac Jones than see Zappy. I would say that. So does hopefully, it matter? Um, it does to me. I'd rather I, Zappy at least has won something. At least he's won a couple games this year. So oh, okay, that's true. But you know I, what? <laughs> this happens all the time with new starters. Teams don't have tape on them. Once they get some film, they shut them right down. That's true. And I would like to see Mac Jones because I want to pay him back for that that game last year. So I guess that's why. I, like, how about this? I don't know if we can. I feel like we could beat the Patriots regardless. But right. it's more uncertainty with Zappy than it is with Mac Jones. Like if we, if we, if Mac Jones is a starter against us, I know we're gonna win. Zappy, I'm like, eh, I don't know. I just feel like ninety percent sure. 
okay, it's it's fear of the unknown, and I I totally exactly. get that. But dude, I got to push back on you here. You want to. You want to repay Mac Jones for that game last year? He only threw the ball three times. Yeah, he didn't he, have anything to do with that. He, he, no, 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 no. Don't. Yeah, keep pushing. Yeah, keep pushing. It isn't the fact he did anything. It's just the fact that he got the win. Ah, that's what it is. Like, no, well, <laughs> you got to win over me, even though you did nothing to deserve that win. Well, I'm gonna give you this L. So I, I just look at you know because the quarterback is only judged on wins and losses, whether it's mm, fair right. or not. Whether it's fair or not, but yeah, that judge on wins and losses. Well, the great Bruce Nolan of the Bruce Exclusive here on Buffalo Rumblings is steadfast in his belief that quarterbacks, I'm sorry, that wins are not a quarterback stat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard him discuss. I tend that. to believe everything he says. No, that's fair. I I get that's how you look at it, but that's just I mean. The first thing when you discuss quarterback play, you discuss yards, touchdowns, uh, QBRs, right. and uh, passer rating. But do you also your win losses? Mm-hmm. Like everyone's enamored with uh, Lamar Jackson, and the first thing they talk about how much he wins. And I'm like, all right, well, keep Lamar Jackson as your quarterback, and I ain't got to worry about Baltimore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't think. I, I think he's a guy that's going to win games. I just don't think he's going to beat us. Well, that's all. Okay. You know, that you know, and I I guess I don't know. So, I guess I always talk about Lamar because he's in that Josh Allen. He's the only one standing left in that Josh Allen draft. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. the only one still standing. So the New England Patriots lost against the Bears in what was a miserable quarterback display by Bears. I'm sorry, by Patriots quarterbacks, but it was the defense that lost them the game. Mm-hmm. It was the defense, which is supposed to be good. It's supposed to be their strength, yeah. 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 It happens. Let's talk about the Packers, though, because, you know, we, we bounced around a little bit because it made sense that we went from Tom Brady to the Patriots. But it also makes sense to go from Tom Brady to the Packers because Aaron Rodgers appears to be a miserable SOB, and he's grading on his teammates, I think. <laughs> Yeah, man, this is what I feared. We talked about this before Josh Allen got his extension. Um, when you demand a lot of money, and that's one thing that I always applauded Tom Brady. He never, and everybody was like, well, Tom Brady's wife is a billionaire, so he don't need the money, man. All mm-hmm. money is, now the old saying goes, all money is not good money, right? Yeah. And so Aaron Rodgers, you want to take up, you want to take up over half the cap. You, Devontae Adams, who probably made a big mistake going out to Las Vegas Raiders to go play with his college roommate, his teammate at uh, Fresno. All right. And so he probably made a mistake leaving, but Aaron Rodgers has to take a note from Tom Brady. You mm. know, take care of Devontae because now you see you need him. Now you complain, oh, I don't have no receivers. Uh, I need some, I need help, you know, and so you're taking up half the cap, so the t- they expect you to play up to that that what your uh contract is, and so now you're just seeing it. He's getting frustrated. People, you could tell by the body language that people on the team are getting frustrated with him. So, um, I don't know if you saw the line, but the line for his game is almost eleven points. It's ridiculously and- high. And he has never been a 10 or 11 point underdog going to a game in his whole career. And and it doesn't surprise me. Now, when he signed his contract, though, let's go back to that for a moment. He knew that with that contract, he was not going to have Devonta Adams on the team. Mm -hmm. Basically, 
he was saying, I'm in it for the money because I don't care anymore. Yeah. That that's what he was saying. Now it's easy for us as fans to say, Oh, why wouldn't you want to be a winner? You've said it before. These guys don't care about winning. Right. They Not everybody. Right. Right. Not everybody. I, I I won't speak for everybody, but yes, they, they care about money. And you're seeing it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a shame because I feel like Aaron Rodgers was a person who and, and and go along with me with this a little bit. Aaron Rodgers was a person that was kind of anointed as like the best in the league without winning. Well, okay. He, but he, he has one Super Bowl, right? Quarterback stat. That, that's 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 why I was like, we're coupling it with what our boy said. Right. Yeah. It was like everybody anointed him as the best in the league. He has a couple of MVPs, right? Yep. And it's like he got one Super Bowl. And it's like Okay. Okay. Like, so you would want to keep your receipt. Like, and once again, this is from a 49 year old middle class guy just talking into a computer. But you would think you would do everything you can to secure. Like, how rich do you have to be before you realize that your legacy is more important? Hmm. And, and and I guess I'm big on this legacy and what people say about you right now. Usually that's not my personality. I really don't care what people say about me. Right. But I've been watching Game of Thrones and House of Dragons lately, and that's <laughs> all they talk about. Your legacy. What will the annals of history say about you and all this? What the books and songs is going to be written about you as king and all that? So I'm big on that. So if you got it, once again, if you have not watched it, go back the season finale of House of Dragons, the prequel to uh, Game of Thrones, just uh, came out Sunday, man. So now it's over. You can go ahead and watch all of it. Amazing. I, 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 can't, again, I can't watch it. I, you I got can't. to. It is the best thing ever. I, I'm I sorry. I, it, I cannot watch it without <laughs> believing that the people smelled so bad. It, it just disgusts <laughs> me. <laughs> You, you imagine what their breath was like back then? Oh my god! Yeah, they kissing on each other, yeah. Ah, oh. uh, no bathrooms, just poop. Uh, yeah, giving everywhere. each other scabies and everything else, and yeah. in, in skin funguses. I, I, I can't, I can't watch it. It's just it's so disgusting. But you don't see any of that, though. It ain't like, well, they did have diseases. Never mind. <laughs> but you don't see, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody's clean for the most part. Yeah, but, it just seems so fake to me. It is. Well, yeah, I mean, they have dragons, so yeah, hopefully ain't dragons flying I, I can around. get over the dragons. I can't get over the stench. You just can't get over the scabies. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can get over the dragons. I can't get over the scabies. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, man, I just... Well, going back to what we were saying, I'm sorry. Why... You would think, um, you know, he was dating Olivia Nunn. He's Hollywood. He has money. He's accepted in those circles. So why wouldn't the most important thing be what you do, like your legacy, like making it to the Hall of Fame, being the best ever? Like you would think that those things, I would imagine that that would be important to me. And that's why, like, and we talk about A.B., uh, Antonio Brown, man. Like, if you just would have stayed with the Steelers, Le'Veon Bell, if you would have just stayed with the Steelers and kept doing what you were doing, not get hurt and uh, steadfast in what you were doing, you'd probably be a Hall of Famer. Now both of you all are literally out the league. 
Like I, I just and you're chasing money. Like I just don't. I just that, and it frustrates me. So it's kind of like you with the scabies. When I see <laughs> these guys, that's what frustrates me, bro. Like people would die for the opportunity that you have. So you would think that's important, but once again, man, I've been around these guys, and they and some people they just look at it like a job. I have to be honest know? and tell you that. I love it when you wax philosophical, especially when you bring up things like not all money being good money. I, I, I really, I, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm, uh, I, I'm not busting your balls here. I really mean it. I, I do, en- I do enjoy the one to grow on by Big Newt every once in a while. Well, that that is not something that that's a gambling term that like a hood gambling term I've heard. Please don't don't give me justice for that. Don't don't cite it like it's my work. It's just well, something I, you, I'm not you hear but... people saying gambling, so I just kind of brought it to us. And and speaking of busting my balls, I want to say something real quick. You just remind me of something. Um, we we had our pep rally for our homecoming. God, where and is so, this going? Oh yeah, and so <laughs> my wife signed me up for the hit the coach with water balloons. So <laughs> yeah. And so my boy Scott, I love Scott. He's a great guy. His son's very mannerable, everything, Julian, leader of our team. He was a, he was doing it from 7 to 7.30, right? And he got a little wet. And I, all the kids was waiting for me to come. And they just, I mean, you had to buy tickets, a dollar to throw a balloon at Coach Chris. And literally the whole team did it. And I'm like, what? What what is going on here? So I, I got a video, man. I'm just getting pelted with water balloons. And- you? Oh my God. And then one it's which is fine. I don't mind getting wet, even though it was cold. I didn't mind getting wet. Oh, but gosh. the thing about it is one kid hit me right in my Johnson and I'm like, the balloon didn't even bust. It just <laughs> hit me in my Johnson and bounced off. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, oh my God. So yeah, that's still sore. So yeah. Even though you didn't try to bust my chop, yeah, I already got my chops busted. It's still sore. Yeah. Good thing I don't plan on having kids anytime soon. Jeez, everybody's laughing. My wife just recording and laughing. And, did it oh drop you? Oh my god! Did yeah. like did you end up in the fetal position? No, 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 no. It still I, hurts I, though. Yeah, it's still sore. Oh, it's still sore, it's still sore man. Yes, laugh well, at my misery like everyone else. Hey, you know what? At least it's still available to be hit. Yeah. <laughs> still there. It's still, thank God. But I just I know I'm never gonna have kids again, so I'm like, okay, but dang, geez, man, you know. So <laughs> I told you it was gonna be fun today, man. Is I there, told you that. <laughs> is there ever anything funnier than seeing your friends get hit in the nuts? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Remember in high school we used to punch people like oh my Oh, you it's know, funny. I never got into the whole bag tag phase. Yeah, man. Okay, digressing from Big Newt's Sorge of Floffinator. <laughs> <laughs> I have an interesting stat from this past weekend about the Packers offense. Aaron Rodgers was pressured on only 8.8% of his dropbacks against the Commanders. And the Packers still only put up 14 points against middle-of-the-road defense. And they were 0 for 6 on third downs. Yeah. And so what do you think is going to happen? Well, Aaron Rodgers said that was the best thing that could have happened. 
to the team because now nobody's going to give him a chance against Buffalo, and that's right where he wants to be. Yeah, man. I just, I yeah, I don't. <laughs> anything can happen in the NFL. I just, yeah, man. It's gonna be Sunday night football. We haven't had a home Sunday night game, and I don't know how long. It's like two thousand two, right? Twenty years, dude. So the place gonna be rocking. I wish I could be there. It's gonna be bananas. It's gonna be a hostile environment. I don't see it unless we just come out there and look. It won't. It won't have anything to do with the Packers. It's all us. If we come out there and crap the bed, and yeah, but. If you struggle with the commanders, dude, you don't know what's coming to you Sunday night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the kind of guy who I'm sure he's got pride and I'm sure he's going to put in the extra work this week and that that might help them. But the Bills are a freaking buzzsaw right now. And yeah. I, I wouldn't... It, if I'm in the middle of the pack in the NFL, I would not want to be facing the Bills or the Chiefs right now and the Giants for that matter. Um, but with Aaron Rodgers, he's become really outspoken about his use of ayahuasca, which is a hallucinogenic out of Peru, not against the league substance abuse policy, but is he drugged out? Man, he might be, <laughs> he could be bro. It ain't no, t- I don't know. I don't want to, cause I've never met the dude. I don't want to, but he, he might be, I don't know. <laughs> You know, he was uh, uh, talking about in the post game. He believes in the power of words and bringing things to fruition with where all this stuff. I don't know, man. I just, <laughs> I don't care about none of that, man. Bills by 20, man. I don't care. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't care about none of that. Aaron wow. Rodgers, Mr. Rodgers, don't matter. Bills by 20. <laughs> so, um, So let me read to you. This is just how silly it's getting uh, within The Athletic, which is my favorite publication to read about football. Uh, And they have the Bills comfortably number one in their their rankings. Do you remember, sidebar, do you remember we used to like deal with fans arguing over where the Bills should be ranked? Like, that's BS, man. The Bills are ranked 28th and they should clearly be 24th. They should be 24th. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I remember those days, dude. Yes. Yeah. Now we're number one, dude. So they are so into the Bills that they're not even talking about them anymore. This is what they wrote this week. Quote, you ever think about how musical the Bills defensive line is? You've got Carlos Basham, who goes by Boogie. There's Ed Oliver, Twist. AJ, the girl from Epinesa, Tim Panny Settle <laughs> might be stretches, but that's why they're backups. Daquan and Mister are both two syllables, so you can force a you can force a strained Adam Duritz impression with Daquan Jones and me. Daquan Jones and me, terrible. And Greg Rousseau, it's like Jean Jacques Rousseau wrote once upon a time. Let's go dance under the elms. Step lively, young lassies. Let's go dance under the elms. Gallants, take up your pipes. Anyway, the Bills had a week off and are still the best team in football. That's what they wrote about the Bills this week. Dude, 
the fact, and granted, Pie Week and everything. So, but man, the fact that we can laugh about these things is it's amazing, man. I and it's funny, dude. I have never seen this much Bills gear in my life. No. I mean, every day I'm driving down the street, right. And the Bills backers, I don't know if you saw the uh, DC Bills page, uh, backers Bills page. It's an invite for uh, Thanksgiving celebration, kicking with the uh, Central Virginia Bills backers. Mm-hmm. That's literally in my neighborhood. And they posted oh. it on our website on, on the, for the DC Bill backers. Like where the Bill, the Virginia, um, the Central Virginia, uh, the Richmond Bills backers is like not even a mile away from my house. And so now I know it's a lot of Bills fans here. I do know that, but I'm talking about every freaking day. Mm -hmm. Every day I go to the gym, every day I go down, drive down the street, it's Bills gear, it's Bills license plates, flags, everything, man. People got flags outside their house in our neighborhood. I was like, really? Yeah, man. I like this is amazing to me, and it's and it's cool. I mean, we talked about fandoms and stuff, and yeah, it's popular, and we're gaining fans. So that made me think because we, we already talked about that. But I'm saying all that to say is, well, we if we could win this thing, will we be like the Cowboys? Will we be like New England, where they just talk about us all the time? Because we're getting we're getting more notoriety, but will right. we be that? Will we be a team that people don't like? I hate those Bills. I hate Josh Allen. I hate that. Oh, I hate Dermot. <laughs> Are we going to be those guys? Yes. Like, that's what I was really thinking about during this bye week. Can we be those guys? You can be those guys if you continue winning because the Patriots had no following before the Belichick-Brady era. They'd been to one right. Super Bowl. They had been perennial losers. Uh, right. No, they, they'd been to two Super Bowls because they, they did make it in the – Actually, th- make it three. Yeah. Um. In in the Bledsoe era, but they were not household names at that point, and it was through sustained winning, and that's how every team gets the national following. You have to do it for ten years. The the Cowboys of the seventies, the the Patriots of the two thousands, the uh, the Steelers of the seventies, the the 49ers of the eighties. But do people hold on? Let me let me cut you off real quick. I'm sorry, but no. do people really hate the Steelers? Like I've never heard anybody be like, I can't stand the Steelers, and they won a lot. But I feel like Dallas people hate Dallas. Yeah, they do because people, they claim to be America's team. Right, right. And everybody say that their fans are delusional and all this stuff. And Jerry Jones, I get it. But I've never heard anybody say that they hate the Steelers, and they all like that's what I want to be. I want it like I want to be them. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like I want to be a winning team and good. Just but everybody likes us. Well, here's my speculation on the topic: is that Josh Allen is the real draw here, and he's super likable. And as long as he is a Buffalo Bill and playing at a high level. Yeah, you're you're going to have the Steelers effect because he's just a big happy golden retriever and everybody seems to like him. He doesn't get himself into trouble. Nobody from the team is really saying anything stupid all that often. Now, they did crap the bed when it came to the Matt Areza situation, right. but clearly that's already passed. Nobody even talks about Nobody that. Nobody talks. Yeah, you're right. And who would have thunk that? 
when it was going down, I'm like, oh, my God, I hope this doesn't derail our season. I have not heard anything about that. And by the way, all. the Bills have a great punter now. Yeah. Sam Martin is good. <laughs> is he? I wouldn't know. Never get to see him play. <laughs> he doesn't punt enough, right? <laughs> Can he punt? I forgot that we even had a punter. I was like, who? Who is this dude talking about? <laughs> Shoot. Um, let's continue talking about uh, the AFC East, though. Are the Jets for real? They certainly look like it, man. We they like I tough, said, right? we played ahead of schedule for yes, sure. Definitely ahead of schedule. Uh, I like their coach, man. Well, I like solid too. Yeah, he he's doing good so far. They lost uh, Bryce Hall. Yeah, man, Bryce Hall was Brees like Hall. the center oh. of their offense and looked really explosive and much better than his draft position. And now I can see why people were rooting for the Bills to get him because he just has been excellent this year. And without yeah. him, they may take a step backwards. Yeah. And like you said earlier, uh, just made a trade. They got uh, from down in uh, Jacksonville. James Robinson. James Robinson. Um, so, yeah, they kind of feel the need. But, man, I tell you, Guru, oh, man. The Jets look for real, man. Well, I ain't going to say for real. Well, not, let, let me sell that. They look – they went from – can you hear that? Yeah, that's uh, people loading ladders onto trucks outside of my house. Oh, okay, so that's you. Okay, I thought that was yeah. me. Okay, um, but yeah, like I was saying, I don't, I don't know if they're for real, but they look more formidable than what I thought they would be. All right, but once again, have they really played anybody tough? They lost to the Bengals. They lost to the Ravens. They beat the Browns, Steelers. They beat the Dolphins without Tua. They beat the Packers and they beat the Broncos. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, eh, eh, and I mean, Zach Wilson, he's three and zero on the year, but he ranks 31st of 36 quarterbacks in uh, earned points per average per right. drop back. So that's not good, right? They yeah, have I'm to not... lean on the defense in the running game, and they right. they've got talent. I mean, let's let's be honest: Sauce Gardner, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, Max Mitchell. I mean. These are really good rookies, mm-hmm. and they they have themselves a hell of a draft, and the guys are performing. So, I mean, this is a team that is clearly on the rise, but right. it all comes down to QB play, right? Well, I would think so, yeah. And that's something we might have to worry about uh, the years to come. Could they get us this year? Maybe, maybe. They maybe, might. They may once. Us. Yeah, they might be able to get us. Um, but, yeah, they, I would just say they're – I would have said that they were a scrub and I ain't worried about them to now. I'm like, oh boy, okay. All right. We want to, you know, put our hard hats on and strap up mm-hmm. um, with them now. So, I mean, they're, you know, they they also lost Elijah Vera Tucker, who's their best offensive lineman this past year. So that's not clearly not good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that game is looking more difficult than I thought. And the Vikings are coming up on the Bills schedule. They're five and one. And they have such great skill players on offense that they they need to be a concern. They they do. Yes. They've they've got great receivers. They've got a great running back. They've got a passable uh, quarterback who doesn't make a lot of mistakes. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, but defensively. Right. Yeah, they're toward the bottom third of the league in defense. So I uh, corral the receiver, make sure he don't kill you. Um, but, yeah, we should be able to put points. I feel like we should be able to put up points against them. I, I would think so. And, you know, it's interesting because I read an article about what life was like under their uh, old coach, Zimmer. And he was a miserable SOB and made everybody miserable around him. And all they really needed to do was put in, uh, put together a culture and an environment where people actually didn't hate coming to work. Mm-hmm. And the team was going to get better. And that's exactly what we're seeing right here. Are they built to win the Super Bowl? I, I'm not sure. I don't think so. Right. But interestingly, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen make up for 61% of their offense. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. That's a lot out of only two players. That is. That is. But is it any different than the Rams? <laughs> I mean, shoot, Cooper Cup is they daggum offense, huh? Oh, yeah. He's uh, Cooper Cup is, I've got the stat right here, 38.2% of their offense, which is second in the league behind Justin Jefferson, who's 42.5% of Minnesota's offense. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. I know. But see, my next question to you is, do you think Tredavious White will be playing by the end? That's the key, my friend, and I'll bet you he will be playing. I certainly hope so. I certainly hope so. I, I want to see him out. Even if it's on a pitch count, I just want to see him out on the field. Yeah, let him run around a little bit. Yeah, because he uh, looked good, man. You go to uh, buffalobills.com and uh, follow him on Twitter. They show him working out, man. He looks quite sprightly, man. He looks good. He's pushing off that leg, and he looks good, man. So I would love to see him out there, just like, even on a pitch count. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It make me feel good that he's going to be ready in December and January. I agree with that. You know, and that doesn't just mean, oh, well, then he's going to suit up in November. No, I want to, I mean, like I said, on a pitch count, I'm wanting him to be ready. But, yeah, I mean, for me to think that he's going to be playing at a high level in January, I feel like he needs to be getting some reps in now. And I, I agree with that. I, I agree. And I don't think they need him to be 100% at this point in the schedule. Mm-hmm. So work, work him back, get his legs under him. Avoid the soft tissue injuries. That is that is always the nut kicker. Guys have these injuries, they miss training camp, and the next thing you know, they've got a hamstring problem. Right. Or a groin problem or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that needs to be avoided, and you probably avoid that by ramping him up properly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I, I never did tell you about what I did this weekend. No. So... I was invited to a Halloween party. My friend Kelly throws unbelievable Halloween parties every year, and she has a a theme to it. And the theme this year was Neverland. And I (laughs) was very excited because there's a local band that is actually getting big called Oh He Dead. And she had hired them before COVID to play at her Halloween uh, party, and they made good on it just played an acoustic set in the backyard. They're playing at the 930 Club here in D.C. That's a uh, like 1,400-person venue. Okay. Yeah, so they're big. It was great. Neverland. So you had a million Captain Hooks. You had the Lost Boys. You had, you know, you had all of it. Peter Pans. Can you guess what my costume was? 
Mm, no, what was it? Michael Jackson. You are Michael Jackson. Yep, specifically from the Beat It video. Okay. I got all the duds, and do you know why that is? Because is Michael that? Jackson lived, where he lived, he referred to as the Neverland Ranch. No. Yep, he And did. I did not want to dress up like a Peter Pan character. Did you have the curl? Did you have a beaded jacket, a curl? Did you do any of those things? Uh, I did all of it except the curls because my wig arrived too late that night. Mm. But I have it for this upcoming weekend. I see. You're going to post a picture of that, man. I'm sure all our listeners would love to see that. I've got a, I've got a video actually. Um, They're one of those professional videos that circles around you. Yeah. You don't you don't sound impressed by my by my choice of attire. No, I like it. I can't wait to see it. You know, you know how it is. We talk about pictures and videos all the time. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Okay, well, you better. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's so, game coming up against the Packers a little early in the week to do a preview show, but my thoughts are same as yours. Bills by 20. Bills by 20. Just enjoy the Sunday, watch football, get liquored up, and get ready for Sunday night. Pomp so, and circumstance yeah. of the prime time. Get liquored up, and then hopefully you can come down during the game, and then by the time you go to sleep, you'll be ready for Monday morning without having to feel a headache or anything. But yeah, Bill's <laughs> by 20, dude. I, yeah. Let's, let's make everybody's life miserable, dude, at home. So. Oh, yeah. Maybe we can get him to take some of that hallucinogenic uh, stuff before the game. Yeah, or make him feel like he took some after the game. I tell you that. I, I want to be in his face all night, dude. <laughs> I want to make him look bad. Yeah, you got to keep boot on his neck, man. You know they down, so you got to keep them down. You know. As always, thank you to everybody for listening. Get a hold of us on Twitter. I'm at the Jamie D'Amico. He is at Big Underscore Newt. And Newt, it is time for a song. Prayers go out to my hometown. It was a shooting at uh, Visual and Performing Arts, uh, Midtown St. Louis, uh, yesterday. So thoughts and prayers to everyone affected in the hometown of St. Louis, both mine and Henry Jones. Hey, 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 let's go Buffalo.